0: Hello, and welcome to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment Su's premiere pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Abaddon Jean-Baptiste, the first and the last. Today we have... Sam! And?
1: It's me, Asia.
0: And we're doing an episode that we've been wanting to do for quite a while. Anthropology and Dragon Ball Z.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so like, of course, we're all, here. we're all here fans of Dragon Ball Z. Sam?
3: Yes, I really enjoy Dragon Ball Z. It's
0: really funny asia i'm along for the ride she's along for the ride it's that's that's okay that's okay um i've been watching dragon ball z since i was pretty young ever since like it premiered on toonami
2: mm-hmm.
0: premiered in the west on toonami mm-hmm. um so i've been having a great time having dragon ball z in my life so i'm really excited to talk about this with our audience base
3: yeah i remember that you got me into dragon ball z specifically to watch the Broly movie <laughs> and then i got hooked
1: I like the Broly movie. The, Broly's,
0: the Broly movie is amazing. The Broly movie is really good. So, as I said before, today's episode of Story of the Pods focuses on a subject matter that folks across the world love and adore Dragon Ball. The epic Shodan story, started by Kara Toriyama in 1984, has set the test of time and has made an impact across five decades. You'd be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't know about Dragon Ball. We could focus on the fights, the spectacular bean struggles, the hours of yelling, but today we're focusing on the culture, specifically the culture of the Saiyans. Um, this podcast is actually spun out of a panel that was supposed to prepare to this year at conventions, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like...
3: It's canceled for a bit. Yeah.
0: We're Everyone's holding off on conventions, as we should. Um, this is an idea spawned by Sam mm-hmm. as she attempts to use the lens of anthropology to provide an extra bit of insight into one of our favorite tales. So Sam, what makes you want what made you want to do this like panel podcast? What is it?
3: Okay. So while learning about anthropology, I was really interested in the drastically different customs and culture um, and traditions cultures had and how are the differences anthropologists have to like set up a way to observe, the, um, to observe and analyze the cultures. Um, so it caused me to wonder if you get the same properties that anthropologists use to analyze actual cultures and societies in, our, in real life mm-hmm. and apply them to fiction and see how well it holds up. And I chose Dragon Ball Z because um, on the surface the show is like a shonen anime about dudes fighting and who's the strongest. And I want to see how deep that really goes. And if, like Toriyama probably didn't think that deep into the story, Mm -hmm. but I just want to see how well and how consistent everything holds up in terms of anthropological
0: standards. Okay. So, so before we begin, Mm -hmm. for all those listening, um, we need to establish that we're using a mixture of what is considered canon sources as well as stuff from Dragon Ball Heroes. Dragon Ball Heroes, for anyone that doesn't know, is a card game. And there's, like, a promotional anime, a promotional manga to, like, sell the card game. But in this promotional stuff, they go deeper into what the Saiyans are, the history of the Saiyans. And um, until that information is proven to not be canon...
3: We have to consider it.
0: We have to consider it, because you need as much information as you can about a culture.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
3: Oh, and also we were gonna, cause I know that um, our one of the other issues that we had prior to like making this panel. Toriyama makes a lot of jokes, and Dragon Ball Z in general was created to be like more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. We're taking everything at face value, so any kind of thing that he said as a joke or like he created as a joke, we're just taking consideration as being a part of their culture.
0: Um. Yeah. So. With that being said by Sam, we're pretty much using all the information provided by our sources to in a sense center the Saiyans into our physical world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: This allows us the, the, to us the this allows us to then apply an anthropological lens over the Saiyans because it's really hard to apply like wouldn't you say that it's hard to apply anthropology across like a fictional thing yeah. without like taking everything. Yeah. For okay. sure. So, Sam, okay. how, how are we doing this?
3: Okay, so first thing that I wanted to get across um, was for anthropology in general, you need to be very open-minded and understand that there's a reason for why societies act the way they do. Um, so we have to maintain being ethnocentric in, like maintain not being ethnocentric in the podcast, which basically means not holding your beliefs that you got from your culture as the only way that things can be that the only ways, the only the only traits that should be upheld, mm-hmm. you should say, um, and it's important that we stay vigilant and not let our beliefs like influence our analysis, which is also known as cultural relativism, which is understanding people's uh, understanding people's beliefs relative to their culture. So I just want to get that out of the way. Um, so I want to discuss the biology of the scenes first, because in anthropology we have to take in consideration how humans and how they've evolved from being a common ancestor common ancestor of monkeys um to where we are now and being bipedal Mm -hmm. and how it's benefited us as humans we need to take that consideration with the saiyans as well
0: so it's pretty much just how their biology kind of just jumps out and ends up affecting what their culture ends up being yes okay so okay so um i'm your resident saiyan biology expert (laughs) um saiyan's as, uh, of course, obviously seen, they're pretty similar to humans outside of the fact that they have a natural, large, muscular build. And they're monkey tails, right? All po- our pure-blooded Saiyans possess a tail. Mm-hmm. Um, most have Saiyans have been sh- shown with a sa- tail. I say most because when Bra was born, they did not have a tail. Mm-hmm. But that also could be the unique circumstances they were born. Um so oh, bulla. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I I used her Japanese name, Bra. Um, the tail is a particularly sensitive area for Saiyans. When grabbed or injured, it causes great pain to the owner and temporarily immobilizes them. Um, however, elite class Saiyans can train themselves to overcome this wickedness. Um, this tail leads directly into their Great Ape form. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's called a Great Ape, but as a resident monkey expert, is that just a monkey? Um. Based off of the tail?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Like, technically, like, I know, like, we had this discussion before, and technically, like, it would be, because even though they're called great apes, it's technically a monkey because it has a tail, and that's the only difference, really, between monkeys and apes. Mm-hmm. But also, it looks like an ape. So, I don't know. And I know that Toriyama just kind of, like, it, it, he just threw stuff together. He just threw stuff together. <laughs> but yeah, for the, I'd say monkey. If they refer to them as monkeys a lot. I would just say monkey.
0: So um, the ability to turn into a grade eight kind of comes down to Saiyans having their tail. Mm-hmm. Outside of one Saiyan that we've seen, so, well, two Saiyans, and that's uh, Broly and Kale. Who have the form of the legendary Super Saiyan, which is just, Containing the power of a great ape within your own body, mm-hmm. but the ape, the great ape form, kind of just increases their power, increases their strength, and increases their range.
3: Nice. And
0: That's the basic biology of a Saiyan.
3: And I know, like um, we also discussed before, while we were making in the podcast, how a lot of the Saiyans' biology also has to do with them being able to endure a lot.
0: Yes, they that actually came from the fact that. Sands, according to the lore, sands were evolved on a pretty rough planet—the planet of Salad. Salada? Salada. Salad. Planet. Well, it was like
3: I thought it was like planet plant, and then it was renamed Salada.
0: You're right, it was planet plant renamed Salada. Um, but it was just a harsh planet, mm-hmm. and because of that, they evolved into these this warrior race that can kind of take as much damage and try and like. Uh, gain power from taking damage so it's kind of Mm -hmm. it's called a zinkai boost but how it works is that it seems the biological the biological function of it is well the storyline function of it is that it's a uh it's a shonen anime so people need to get stronger The biological focus on it is that it seems as if saiyans gain power from getting beat for they can't get beat the same way again. So, mm-hmm. biologically, they always continue. If they survive it, they get continue getting stronger and survive on the rough conditions of their planet, mm-hmm. which kind of led them to becoming kind of a more warlike race.
3: Mm-hmm. I remember you also used the example where it's like if a Saiyan who's like, like let's say, like a kid's Saiyan gets hit by a car and they survive it, they can't be hit by a car with the same size and the same force again because it would, they would survive that. Yep. Um,. But yes,
0: it works great. It, that worked great for we saw that in action with Goku, mm-hmm. who is a low class Saiyan, so he was born with a lesser power level. But throughout his travels in the original Dragon Ball, it was just him constantly going up. Like yes, he was training, but it was also him constantly going up against forces and mm-hmm. losing. Yeah, and so he always had that chance to rise above his loss afterwards. Mm-hmm.
3: So yes, yeah, so you want to get into the
0: anthropology part of it?
3: Cool. Yeah. Okay, so the best way to analyze saying culture would be through the Barrow model, which was created by Harold Prinz, which divides um, cultures into basically three levels. Um, infrastructure Mm -hmm. social structure and superstructure and each of these things are interchangeable and they influence each other okay so first of all we'll start off with do you want me to explain all the structures first before we get yeah go ahead and explain all the structures first so for infrastructure it basically deals with the their economy the technology exchange and distribution systems that the Saiyans have Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Um, the social structure includes the social political and the family structure of of the Saiyans and their superstructures are their overall ideals, beliefs, and values that they have. Okay. Okay. So for the Saiyan technology, resident Saiyan expert.
0: So technology for the Saiyans is kind of. So we're gonna we're gonna do it in in, in three different phases. Mm-hmm. Their Saiyans pre Frieza, mm-hmm. which they started out fighting with sticks and stones they were a pretty primitive race they 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 killed another race called the tuffles and took all of their armor their technology so all of the same spacefaring crafts come from the tuffles mm-hmm. so they didn't have to create it but it made their lives a lot easier mm-hmm. um free when frieza came scouters are introduced um frieza was able to um, upgrade their armor and that's kind of where they're technology stands right saiyan armor um stretches with their grade eight, grade eight forms mm-hmm. um i think that, that's like the most most of their technology is centered around fighting yeah like you can you can go to the, at the beginning of the berlin movie we got to see sick quote-unquote saiyan architecture but that's just tuffle architecture mm-hmm. saiyan's never yeah. developed any of that
3: mm-hmm. Which is fine because even though the Saiyans didn't create the architecture or the infrastructure that they have, mm-hmm. they still use it. It doesn't affect their um, economy. It still affects their livelihoods.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
3: So for social structure, which is their social, political, and family structure, how would you say like politically? I know that we talked about like how the, how the Saiyan race is a class system,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and everything's based on your power level by birth. And it kind of just determines what your ranking would be as you get older.
0: Yes. Um, All that... All that is determined by um, Mm -hmm. S-cells. That's the thing introduced in Super. and That's the thing that a lot of people don't like. Mm -hmm. But um, the more S-cells it seems, the more powerful a Saiyan is. Mm -hmm. But um, the upper class, due to the way that they bred the Saiyan race... Were always meant to just be the strongest race. Mm-hmm. Strongest of all of them. Um, Saiyans don't, like, classify anything by gender. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of built on who's the strongest outside of the main Vegeta family.
3: Yeah. So even if you're, like, weak, even regardless of gender, you would be set, like, as a lower-level Saiyan. Mm-hmm. And kind of like for
0: Gine. Mm-hmm. Gine, Goku's mother.
3: Goku's mother, she's just a butcher.
0: Yep, she's just a butcher because she's weak. Like she has her battle power is like pathetic. They didn't want to send her off war mm-hmm. to be an embarrassment to the Saiyans so they just made her a butcher.
3: Mm-hmm. And do you think that having the Saiyan, the way their classism works, and how cause I know like we were discussing before how since Vegeta is from a royal family, obviously he's going to have like higher opportunities mm-hmm. in that sense or is that not because tr- I know like I know Saiyans don't really train until
0: so outside of like preparing for battle the type of training that Goku did on Earth the type of training that Vegeta did on Earth Saiyans never really did mm-hmm. it's mostly just like combat live combat and you're you're getting stronger through that so far of what we've seen mm-hmm. right um Saiyans because of the beginning of the Broly movie you know how it's just like if a Saiyan was born, supposed to be born lower class and they end up with a higher power level.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you saw how Vegeta, King Vegeta, you uh-huh. see how King Vegeta reacted to seeing how strong Broly was. Mm-hmm. Which is just simply sending him off planet. Yeah. And no one else had a problem with that except against Broly's father. Because, hey, you're not supposed to be stronger. And it's they never take that as, oh, maybe the upper class should train more. It's just like, no, there's something wrong with you if you're stronger than the upper class
3: yeah there's like a set already a set um it's very
0: it's a very rigid cast system mm-hmm. of course that was a lot of the time well audience a lot of the time that we're going to be doing this we have to talk about sayings when they were like bountiful and sayings now yeah um their class structure within that the class structure doesn't really exist within the current story of Dragon Ball
3: yeah cause right now it's just it's four people it's, it's four Saiyans it's four
0: Saiyans it's, it's like uh Goku, Vegeta, Broly and Tarble Vegeta's brother
3: I didn't realize he was still alive yeah he's still alive oh wow they never talk about it. <laughs> um but yes
0: any other questions about oh wait we can go to family structures mm-hmm. so um Saiyans have a pretty interesting family structure as in they don't have one. Um, the concept of love kinds of, love and romance seem to be a kind of foreign concept mm-hmm. within Saiyan society and it kind of just seems like a um, a test tube baby society. Mm-hmm. Um, the par- the the no parent holds the baby. The baby is completely incubated within a like capsule. Mm-hmm. um and from there they can test the baby's child childbirth and most saiyans aren't around to raise their kids
1: mm-hmm.
0: goku's parents were the exception the
1: exception
0: exception to the rule where it was sh- where um bardock and gine they there was a, a manga called dragon ball minus where it implies that they are in love they love each other they mm-hmm. um Raditz was kind of taken from them early because Raditz was born with a higher power level
2: mm-hmm.
0: than Norm. So Raditz got to be raised not with Prince Vegeta, but like he was there. He was, was he had, He was on he wasn't on the same level, but he was like raised as an underling to Prince yeah. Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Um so it's kind of weird to see how not weird, but interesting to see how the Saiyan structure has changed so much from like pre where it's like, hey, no love for anything, and then it's like Goku and Vegeta who Vegeta that loves his wife.
3: Loves his wife to a fault. To a fault.
0: Um But yeah, family structures didn't not exist in Saiyans. Like mm-hmm. the most it seems from evidence shown, the most that Saiyans feel for from for a familiar member or for other Saiyans is pride. There's no mm-hmm. love for Others say it. It's like pride that you're a part of this mm-hmm. glorious race. Mm-hmm.
3: So they see each other more as a whole than just specific... um What is that called? When it's like intermediate family members? Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: So it's like when... On the... On the Damic Saga.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When, you know... We, we just rewatched that. Mm-hmm. Vegeta was the enemy in the saga before, but still in the end, he still ended on their side because when it came down to it, while he, was, while he doesn't like Goku and his friends, it's him and Goku as the last Saiyans against Frieza. Yeah. And it's just like, what matters most is that we're Saiyans and that we're thriving. Mm-hmm. And that's what got Vegeta to stay on Earth because he's still an, uh, allied to that thing where it's like, hey, I can't leave Earth now. Because one, I want to get stronger than Kakarot, but also there's no other saints anywhere.
3: Yeah. It kind of reminds me similar to like um, the anthropology book that I was reading where it was talking about how rivalries within, like for example, like you would have a rivalry with your sibling because it's like in the family, it's you versus the other person, but you would have rivalry with your cousins versus your siblings, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like you and your sibling versus your yeah, and your family versus another family and this type of group versus a different group. Yeah. And it kind of breaks apart that way, which is really interesting. But yes. Um, I was also going to bring up siblings. (laughs) Because I know, like, for when we meet Raditz, like, they're not, like, on bad terms exactly. He,
0: the thing is, he, Mm -hmm. Raditz tries to leverage the fact that he's Goku's brother to get Goku to join his side. Mm -hmm. Where that kind of goes against what we learned about the Saiyans. Um, I don't know if it's if it's because, once again, Raditz had that um, familiar tie mm-hmm. with Goku. I mean, with because Raditz was was born to two people that actually fell in love with each other mm-hmm. to give birth to their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, does that change the way that Raditz see his sees his brother? Mm-hmm. Because like Vegeta knows his brother's alive. Yeah, but he never made an attempt Ugh. to find <laughs> his brother. Because his brother was weak, and he didn't... We don't associate. Yeah. But it's like, you, when we watched the episode, it seemed like Raditz was really trying to get Goku on his side.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: um you, Is that more of a familiar tie, or is that simply because, hey, if we have more Saiyans, we're more that powerful? It's, but he seemed like he was leaning very heavily on that, I'm your brother,
3: it seemed like a mix of, the bo- of both, where it's just like, hey, I'm your brother, and also there's not a lot of sayings left, and also we work with this guy. And the more things we have on our team, the easier it is to take over a, diff- a bunch of different planets.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, I guess it could be a mix of both. Like sometimes your sibling just hits you up, and it's like, hey, drive me to this place. So yeah, um, do you want to go into superstructure?
2: Mm-hmm. Or is there anything else that you had to um, say about the social,
3: political family structures
0: um, political structures the Saiyans. it seems to be before Frieza they ran on a clear dictatorship mm-hmm. um, dictatorship their main um, economy was focused around by taking over and selling pirates yeah, I mean right. selling planets mm-hmm. so then since they were just a form of space pirates so the higher government doesn't really exist I know they use the titles of king and prince but it didn't seem like any of that really matters and it almost seems to be implied in some of the readings I made that, um, they expect the king to fall in battle. No king reaches old age mm-hmm. for the prince to take over.
3: Huh. That's surprising. Just because having a consistent ruler just seems like the norm
0: mm-hmm.
3: in um, our societies.
0: And their main culture, um, surrounds fighting. mm mm-hmm. Um but it's kind of just like that kind of ties into the biology where it's just like just deep down there's always this deep needed like idea to fight mm-hmm. it's where the the clear difference between the Saiyans and the half Saiyans come from where it's like the, the it's why Goku and Vegeta keep messing up so many times because it's just like biologically and in biologically for Goku but in right into Vegeta culturally it was just like yeah a Saiyan fights no matter what. Yeah. Like you can't stop a Saiyan from fighting and dominating. They're currently in the track of changing that about their culture, but mm-hmm. what it was before Frieza destroyed them all. That's just what it was. Yeah. Um yeah. That's that's what I all have to say about the culture.
3: Nice. Okay, for superstructure, what are their ideals, beliefs, values? Um, we mainly got into it when we were talking about the infrastructure, the social structure, and even in the biology that it's mainly fighting. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to see if there's any more that you could add to it. I don't want to just think ethnocentrically and just think that their culture is just based on fighting
0: the whole time. A say it's pride because it's not. It's not just. It's it's why like it became a meme that that's all Vegeta talks about is his pride. Like it feels like that's the thing that they hold chief among their like. Ideas Mhm. Where it's just like, hey, I could lose, but as long as the Saiyan has is like I could lose my race, I could I could be the weakest person in the world, but as long as the Saiyan has his pride, he can't lose. Wow. And like Vegeta shouts about it all the time. And like, yes, Vegeta wants me to be the shot. If, if which is why like there was that Arc in Super where Trunks came back in the Goku Black arc where Trunks came back to try and get Goku in Vegeta to help, and then Vegeta was mad because it's like, no, this is your problem. You should have enough pride to try and fix it yourself. Mm-hmm. You should try to have enough pride to get stronger yourself and fix it. Oh wow! It it's why in the in Dragon Ball Z, one of the reasons Vegeta um, let Bobity take him over and became Majin Vegeta one because Gohan threw away all that power. He lost what it meant to be a Saiyan, mm-hmm. and despite. And then he, Gohan lost what it meant to be a Saiyan. Vegeta lost what it meant to be a Saiyan by throwing away his pride to start a family. And Goku still gets stronger and Goku doesn't have that pride. Mm-hmm. So Majin Vegeta was trying to reclaim that Saiyan pride that you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. When he Going even further back, when he killed Nappa, it came down to, at the end, Nappa was begging Vegeta to help him because Goku broke his back. And it's just like... You don't ask for help. It's your pride. And then he killed him. Oh, wow. And then so, um, that's why all the times Vegeta cried in the show, it came down to him, like, giving up his pride. Mm -hmm. And it's something that he always gets ashamed for.
3: That's very true.
0: And that seems to be, like, the one idea that Saiyans Mm -hmm. um, used to keep.
3: Like, I was also thinking, cause I thought it was like mostly in terms of, cause I, 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 I don't know that much about Dragon Ball Z. I like Dragon Ball Z, but I'm not indebted in depth with mm-hmm. the lore. But I thought it was mainly that the re- reason Vegeta killed Nappa was because he was just getting weaker, and like having that dead weight around. Exactly, not exactly that, but reading between the lines.
0: Mm-hmm. I-, I read it as like pride, because it, it, he kind of kept. Doing this whole thing where it's like, oh Nappa, it shouldn't take you this long mm-hmm. to beat down these people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Saiyans in general, a lot of their ideas are their ideas or like things that they hold dear to their heart. Um, in our culture, we just consider it evil. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, we we're just like, yeah, Bardock and Kine, they were in love. Um, they were still Saiyans, and as we were doing the research on Saiyans, like, they're just like, they're they're the ra- worst. Vicious. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I know we didn't see the Bardock special. Mm-hmm. Bardock, the father of Goku.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, which I wish, it, it's not on Funimation, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, but the problem with that is, it's not completely canon, but the way that, Go- that Bardock acts, I feel like we still attribute that to canon. Mm-hmm. He was still just a regular Saiyan that, committed genocide on like a daily basis mm-hmm.
3: yeah i think it's like i know that there's like we have a question portion where it like goes into that more mm-hmm. but i was also going to discuss like the saints maliciousness and i remember we were talking about the the saints don't think that they're being malicious it's just like hey if you were strong enough to survive you would be able to fight me and since you couldn't fight me you're gone
0: yeah yes
1: um Sorry to cut in. I've been wondering about this as you guys have been going through all this information and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but have you guys ever touched on a time where like the Saiyan race was just purely in and of itself, not really in so heavily influenced by outside like cultures? Because the earliest, correct me if I'm wrong once mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. the earliest when we, we went back was Planet... Planet, planet, planet. planet plant. Planet plant. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. And it, it seemed like they took that from another race. Mm-hmm. So. So and then now, even as we go into the future, a lot of the reasons why this is changing and a lot of the reasons why Goku is so different is because they were influenced by Earth culture. Mm-hmm. So that's even changing them more. And then Frieza was like another big influence in Saiyan culture. So. I wonder, and now you guys are bringing up just kind of like, they don't think it's evil, it's just this innate drive because it's like specific to their culture. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's like part and parcel of being a warrior race that's also just continued to like be influenced by these outside cultures.
0: Yes. We we do go, we can go a bit further than Planet Plant. And it was the only time that the Saiyans weren't Um, influenced by anyone. And that was on Sadala. That's what the planet's called. Mm -hmm. Um, It was destroyed due to conflict among the Saiyans. There was like a Saiyan civil war where there's like a Saiyan um, priest man. Okay. And he, priest. Yes, it was (laughs) a Saiyan high priest Mm -hmm. that he may have been the first Super Saiyan. And he fought against a couple of Evil Saiyans. Okay. And so he kind of represented what was good about the Saiyan race, but he ended up losing.
2: Okay. Mm.
0: And so they ended up destroying the planet, and then they ended up moving to Planet Plant, where they waited a bit of time. They lived in like the bad of that mm. planet, mm-hmm. and they, they shared it with like, it seemed like they shared it for like a millennia before they were just like, yeah, we're going to kill them. And then they killed the Tuffles, and then that's how we got to our story there.
1: Yeah. I was wondering that. Um, I feel like I wasn't being super clear. You guys probably already came up with this. But, like, the whole, like, dominance and pride angle being just part and parcel of having to have, like... A strong culture in the face of all these like other influences
3: oh true i, I think I, I think i get what you mean where it's like where it's just like yeah for like the sayings okay it's like it has like to tie in with the pride thing but it's also like hey when you're i, I i'm gonna bring in uh, my personal experience it's kind of similarly when like immigrants come from a different like place and like you're going to this place where like for me, for example, I'm just going to use my actual story, how like my parents came from Cuba and there's not that many Cubans around, so that we have to be even more prideful and more of outspoken about our heritage because we're not surrounded by it.
1: Right. Is it and similar if to ha- Right. And if you have no desire to assimilate and you have this drive to dominate, is that not going to feed even more into your culture if you're constantly being surrounded by other cultures?
0: Yeah. I I yes I would say that's normally the case, but it seemed like from every indication of that the saints had that they never even tried to live amongst the other cultures.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I mean. They had no desire to. So, does that mean that it like it intensified this trait that might have already been there because they were constantly surrounded by it? Does that make sense? I think I know I, what you mean. See,
0: I, like the question makes sense, but it's just like I I, I guess I keep coming back to like anytime the Saints landed on the planet, there was never a point in time where they were like surrounded by another culture. It was for the, the Saints, it was always just destroy the culture. Just kill everyone. So though I think those things Continue. I think I think potentially if the Saiyans weren't like the race they were, that would be a bigger I, factor of like their growing pride. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I guess I was thinking not in terms of them resisting assimilation, but in terms of them having the end goal to dominate these lesser races. They they spend so much time on other planets among other cultures like like messing them up out to kill that i feel like i don't know a lot about anthropology but you know how easy it is you're around these things to pick up certain things Mm -hmm. there's an intensification in their own culture to combat like them picking anything up from weaker cultures in addition to the domination does that make sense just gonna leave it there i don't want to this wasn't supposed to be a rabbit hole this is just supposed to be a quick thought i i guess i'm not thinking about it in like at odds of what you're thinking but rather just like agreeing with what you're saying yes couldn't it work like that
0: yeah it could work like that
1: in addition to their already aggressive traits my bad
0: no no I think, this was a rabbit sorry I, I think that's an important thing to, to happen because i think that's what happened with frieza's race i think that's probably one of the only races that that happened with because like when saiyans take over a planet it takes them like a few hours to kill everyone on the planet so they they because i'm always thinking back to the bardock the father of goku where they don't have a chance to even look at the culture mm-hmm. like they a lot of times they just destroy it from space so they don't they don't even know the people they're killing and the, the one time that, because, like, in the movie, I don't know if this happens in Canada anymore, but go, Bardock gets attacked by one of the people on the planet, and he gets the ability to see into the future. So he's, and that person was just like, yeah, this is a gift from my, like, race to yours. it's literally, like, what he said as he died. And um, that's what gave Bardock perspective to Rebella gets Frieza. Right? So that was like taking in that outside culture while attacking them. So yeah, I think it does work with it.
1: That was my two cents. <laughs> Y'all who have done the research, carry on. Thank you, Aza. Um from
3: what probably we were saying
1: you had just finished with the super superstructure.
3: Yes. Yes. Um But yeah, I think we basically got all the bases. Um so yeah. So uh, in conclusion, Saiyans are, sh- well. Let me. Do we get to the questions? Because I also had follow up questions. Yeah, let's do the follow up questions that I was really, know. I was really curious about. Okay, so let me see. I know we answered some of them within mm-hmm. the other ones. Um, Saiyans is an interesting one that we discovered. Saiyans having a link to humans due to the simple fact that they ha- can have children with them.
0: Okay. Discussed. So this this is. <laughs> Is, I, I didn't have a
3: way to follow that up. This, this is God. a fun
0: idea. And this this isn't really like, I mean, it ties to the anthropology a little bit. biological
3: um, anthropology. yes.
0: Yeah. So, um, S-cells. Right? This all, all this started with S-cells. S-cells is a thing that was introduced in Super. And the more S-cells a Saiyan has, the easier it is for them to become Saiyans. It, it doesn't seem clear. Uh, Super Saiyans and more easier for them to become super saiyans it isn't clear what defines s cells but one you have to be powerful to have more s cells or it seems like what what was it or you can be like if you're
3: pure hearted yeah it's like either if you're at peace with yourself or the more s cells you have from fighting yeah are two factors
0: um and at the more S cells you have, the easier it is for you to become a Super Saiyan and to send through Super Saiyan ranks. Mm-hmm. Goku and Vegeta overall don't have many S cells mm-hmm. because they, um, the, yeah they they don't have any S cells, and they're not really. They, it doesn't really quite explain why they wouldn't, but their children have a ton of S cells. Mm-hmm. Be in that even though they even though we're, it's never measured because that's something we learned about in Super. Um, Gohan's able to become a Super Saiyan at the age of 11 Mm -hmm. yeah it was hard training but also um, Gohan at the age of like 4 was stronger than Goku in the entire series of Dragon Ball Mm -hmm. Um, Trunks was a Saiyan at 7 no Trunks was a seven at 8 Goten was a Saiyan at 7 and I mean a Super Saiyan at 8 and Mm 7 so it made Sam and I come up to an idea well, the fact that Saiyans are... Ha, Saiyans and humans have a common ancestor. Mm-hmm. Because they have had to if they can... They reproduce so
3: closely. Yeah. And their children aren't... So we like brought up the example of how um, horses and donkeys can breed, but they can't, their children are sterile. Yeah. And since Saiyans... Half-Saiyans can still have children.
0: Mm-hmm. And, those, and even um, a few generations... Like past, like Pan, who's Goku's granddaughter, her grandson Goku Jr. Mm-hmm. can turn Super Saiyan at a young age.
3: Yeah, so like the Saiyan bloodline doesn't get
0: Dil- blo- diluted. Yeah, with human blood. And so we were thinking that what if um, the reason that these younger Saiyans can go Super Saiyan so easily is because the Super Saiyan trait of Saiyans is more tied to their human ancestry. Mm-hmm. or their, like, whatever common ancestors they had, the trait that's, that makes it easier for them to turn Saiyan went into the humans rather than mm-hmm. the Saiyan part. Yes?
1: Um, you might be getting to this. Would that, they have, like, the myth of the quote-unquote legendary Super Saiyan, and you mentioned, like, the high priest turning into a Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Was that one of, like, the first recorded times?
0: Yeah, that's, that, apparently that's where, like, the legend started.
1: With that mythology under that kind of like, what do you call it? I guess it wouldn't necess- necessitate human intervention mm-hmm. because like Vegeta and Goku are full Saiyan and they also turn Super Saiyan, mm-hmm. but I wonder if the presence of Super Saiyans points towards like human <sighs> mixing. I'm am I'm, I'm netting my fingers together. Yeah. And if that's part of it, where it's just like, kind of like, <sighs> one of those traits, the opposite, it's like a recessive trait, and that's why it was kind of like a myth for so long, yeah. why the majority of them, like, mm-hmm. never get to it.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that, I think that does have a lot to do with it, because that, that was actually something that, because I wasn't going to bring this up, Tian Shinhan, he, um, we find out that he, his, his, and his ancestor line. uh what was it, like a four-eyed alien race? Yeah, it
3: was like a four-eyed alien race mixed with a human, so that's why he has three eyes.
0: Yeah. Thanks.
3: Which is really funny to
0: me. (laughs) So the thing is, it seems like there has been a sort of human... Presence? Presence within the story. If not, there was a common ancestor that had Mm -hmm. all these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like humans, whatever race that Tian's ancestor came from in Saiyans, seems to may have had a common ancestor. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That probably took place on um, planet Sedala. Like, if, if you were to ask me, I, I would say that maybe humans started, uh, well, the original race started on planet Sadala. Mm-hmm. And the ones that ended up becoming Saiyans went on planet Vegeta. Like, humans went yeah. to Earth. Because the thing is, we there's other species on Earth. They can't necessarily reproduce with humans, like the yeah. dog people, and yeah, the, and like the talking dinosaurs yeah, and like, the, the like animal a people. Dog. So it's just like, what if? <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z is funny. It's funny, and so
0: maybe, and I know I know a lot of Dragon Ball Z fans might not like to hear that. That maybe the Saiyans, the only way Saiyans are are going to get stronger is if they tap more into their humanity being human mm-hmm. which is just like like yes
3: no finish your thought and I'll go because
0: it was just like um when we were reading up on s cells it mm-hmm. was just like hey, gogo and vegeta compared to like a bunch of like they have a ton of s cells now but also mm-hmm. they hung out they've been hanging out with humans yeah they've been living a life like quote-unquote humans do mm-hmm. so maybe that
3: yeah, because I was also going to bring up the fact that it could be part of their biology, but it could also be a part of where, of their environment as well. Mm-hmm. Or since they've lived a more, because like we were talking about how S-cells are for Saiyan, like it's easier to become a super Saiyan if one, you're a lot of S-cells because you're really strong or because you live a peaceful life. Them living on Earth and like how their children have been living on Earth and been living in nothing but peace and like on a quiet planet their whole lives. Was probably just a major
0: relatively peace because relatively the world almost ends a few few times.
3: Reli- like in comparison of like destroying a planet every single like other day.
1: Aren't um, they like yeah? To add to Sam's point, they're like sent off as like children. Yeah. yeah. To, day one.
0: Yeah, Goku was supposed to take a planet as an infant.
1: So that even with Earth's peril, <laughs> you're so the what like hours? You said it That's... takes
0: that's true sure. how
1: many planets are we hitting in a day
0: that, that also explains why uh like i know i know I, I know i was quick to blame frieza to why the universe 7 has mm. is it universe 6 you, it's we're universe, you seven. universe
1: 7
0: yeah we're universe 7 universe 7 has such a low human like soul count Mm-hmm. because they then like everyone was like oh well that Frieza and it's like oh no Saiyans were just like yeah. even before Frieza like
3: the first time the first
0: time we meet Vegeta
3: like he helps a planet gain liberation and then destroys it like we can't like Frieza's bad but we can't just put all we can't shift the blame entirely um but yeah sorry go <laughs> yeah. on
0: so this like whole like common ancestor thing is the thing that I, I haven't seen anyone talk about mm-hmm. um, I would love to do a podcast like just focusing on that because I think mm-hmm. that's really fun I think it's really fun Um, but what, what's another one of your questions I think we have time oh. for two more
3: also this was like a, the reason I came with the common answer to the question just because since humans like have a common with monkeys and then saiyans and then anyway moving on to the next question Um,
0: you're right not to touch on something Asia a lot of people theorize especially and this is something that vegeta has said mm-hmm. that um Saiyan's true form might be the Great eight form.
2: Mhm.
0: So that that's what like man is just like oh so if the if the if their true form is a Great eight form and humans are also related to monkeys does that mean that like there's some common ancestor down the line that
1: Yeah. Hey. I don't know anything about anything, but who's that monkey King Kai hangs out with all the time?
0: See, the thing is, you're right, because that monkey's weird, because the thing is, we watched the episode where he was introduced, and King Kai was like, yeah, don't ask any questions about bubbles, and I was like, what do you mean? Because so <laughs> isn't like, that just, monkey trained Goku? Yeah, that monkey trained Goku. He, why does he know so much about saying stuff? <laughs>
3: I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm, but where's that monkey's papers? Where's that monkey's backstory? <laughs> monkeys
1: are sweating. <laughs> I, I don't go here, but I do recall. <laughs> Looks in the yearbook photo is that Bubbles? Bubbles? <laughs>
3: um So, um, how are how's domesticated such peaceful life um, affected scenes? We kind of touched
0: that a bit. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add in terms of Um I think in the long term, it's kind of a negative for pure-blooded Saiyans if their mm-hmm. life's too peaceful.
2: hmm
0: because, uh, because, like, for example, Goku starts seeking trouble, which is why the Tournament of Powers happens. You're right. Because he gets bored.
3: You're right. Like,
0: I think the only Saiyan that has taken to domestic life is Vegeta.
3: Funny enough, because he was the one that was anti-domestic life day one. <laughs>
0: But even then, even when Goku did the Tournament of Power, Vegeta was mad. But it was just like,
3: <coughs> pause. My mouth is here. Thank you. You're embarrassing. I don't know me. why we laugh so much. I don't know why that was so funny to me. Those are the funniest shit in the world to me. I'm so sorry.
1: Continue.
0: So even without the, so even when the Terminal Power happened, Vegeta was mad at first, but it was just like, yeah, but I get to test how powerful I am. Mm-hmm. So I think domesticity doesn't mm-hmm. work that well for Sans. Like in Super, we watch Goku and Vegeta leave their families for two years. Ooh, you're right. And like that, that's the only way that they're able to like calm those outside of that. Mm-hmm. If, if you think back to it, the rest of the years have been filled with training or preparing for like bigger fights, so I don't think I like half Saiyans, yeah, but like
3: they're like full blooded Saiyans who've only known,
0: never mind. There's someone that breaks that, Tarbul, Vegeta's brother. He's a farmer.
3: Oh, that's sweet.
1: Um, I'm just saying stuff out my booty, just but saying. um. <laughs> i wonder if it just i i know it's bad for like them but since so many threat we are in a in anime but since so many threats come to earth anyways is it just kind of like positive negative thing it's just like oh this sucks but thank god we have sayings
0: yeah i think it's one of those things mm-hmm. um goku believes that he just naturally attracts danger which is why he decided that like Stay dead after the Cell Saga because it's like, hey, this is all kind of my fault. The Frieza thing ended up being my fault. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I mean, if the shoe fits. So, um, it seems like the idea in Dragon Ball Z that strength um, invites challenge, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. just right. It's I guess it's better to have a Saiyan than not have a Saiyan.
1: I I. I'm just talking out my booty. But um. I wonder if also it just ties into, like, you know, you leave a human alone. They're not just going to, like, lay there motionless their entire life, even if you don't have them work a job or blah, 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 have them have to work to meet ends. They'll find hobbies and want to get better at stuff and blah, blah, blah. I wonder if it's just that. But for Saiyans, it's so pointed mm-hmm. in this direction.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think, yes, I think that's actually really right, and that, that draws me to another point. Mm-hmm. We haven't touched a lot on half saints, but Saiyans have that outlet where they can let all their emotions out while fighting and stuff, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but half saints it seems like they don't have that, which is why Gohan and his youth struggled with his rage burst, right? Where it's just like, um, he wasn't able to just put everything into fighting because if he did maybe he'd become something that
1: he didn't want to be
0: yeah mm-hmm. sans it seems like it's natural for them to just let everything out that way it, it's like it what gives them focus
2: because
0: mm-hmm. like the filler that we saw in dragon ball super we got to see goku just like live a normal life and it was like if, i'm not gonna say it's like it was torture for him but it was just like it was Difficult for him to live just like a normal life as a farmer.
3: Yeah, because he was just on the tractor. He was just trying to find ways to train. Yeah. Because honestly, this like you guys were touching on my next question, which was um, it was a mix of like the idea that humans are domesticated and how we, like as humans, we have a lot of super stimuli, mm-hmm. um, super normal stimuli, which is basically since like as humans have developed. Um, we always had to find, like, we were, like, never bored because we had to find our food. We had to find a mate. We had to find, like, sort of, like, ways to survive. Mm-hmm. But now, since we're in a very, like, relatively peaceful time, I'm not hunting out for deer every day. Yeah. Um, so now it's, it's, like, like and it's such a quick amount of time that our bodies aren't used to it. And so we're, like, a lot more docile.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I wanted to compare that to Saiyans. And you guys kind of touched on that, based on how, like so basically my question is are Saiyans addicted to fighting and now that they live on Earth are they able to indulge in more of their vices more than their ancestors were? Because we were talking about how Saiyans in the past never had to train but now like since on Earth there's like no kinds of there's not threats every day and all like Vegeta seems to do is train and all the things that Goku seems to do is train and Goku would go to different planets and like try to fight Broly I think
0: I think with the mm-hmm. Saiyans what drives them outside of protecting the earth mm-hmm. is the drive to be stronger than each other mm-hmm. in regards to Goku and Vegeta it seems like their existence within each other's lives is what continuously pushes them to want to continue training mm-hmm. because the thing is Vegeta trained when when Goku was dead for seven years but he didn't like hardcore train but he didn't get much more stronger mm-hmm. because there's Vegeta's no one... like there's no one to prove himself against mm-hmm. Um, after the tournament of power, um, we don't know how much because I have been using information from the newest arc of the Dragon Ball Super manga. Um, I've just been using what was given in uh, Broly movie, and then then Goku and Vegeta are both excited that the tournament of power has given concrete evidence that there's people stronger than them out there. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it—it's they no longer have to be bored because now they have a new goal to... Mm-hmm surpass yes
1: i have a question um what's goku's mom's name again Gine. did she like fight a lot no not at all so i wonder one i know sam mentioned like an addiction to fighting Mm -hmm. it does does it count as an addiction if culturally that's just what they're built around it's
0: i would i guess we should use addiction it's the wrong word it's just that, but it, it almost feels like Says are biologically driven yeah to want to fight and mm-hmm. that's how it seems like it was explained
1: yeah sorry oh i'm sorry oh
3: no sorry i was gonna say that in the text that i was reading they classify addiction as anything that like they classify like over like eating a lot of junk food as addiction. it was like a lot of different like things that us as like a human like as a society have been
1: like it comes with like season. a different connotation yes. when it's in like the anthropological lens. Yeah. Okay. Two, since Guine mm-hmm. didn't like fight, she just like butchered it up the entire time, but holistically, whatever. Um, does that like she didn't have to fight. All the lower powered Saiyans didn't really have to fight. What does that say about like a drive? This I'm I'm promised we're getting to the point. Mm-hmm. Um After I said that, I forgot my line. But, um. Them. Fighting. Constantly. Addicted.
3: Because I was gonna. Because, like, when you, like, said that, I was gonna bring up the fact that it's horrible. Like, how Derek mentioned he's just a farmer now, and he's happy being a farmer. And he's, like, happy, like, not having to fight. But with Vegeta and
0: Goku, it's different. They. See, the thing Mm -hmm. is, it's because. Tarwall and Gine are the exception to the rule of Otherworld so. rule itself. Oh. Like, in the Dragon Ball Midas thing, I didn't go that much into it. Like, Gine was like, bullied by other Saiyans because oh. she had no oh, drive.
1: Backstory.
0: She was just, she was way, both of them were way too kind-hearted to be a Saiyan and because oh. of that, Tarwall was kicked off the planet. Oh. And okay. Gine was like, they like, yeah, butcher like, the thing is, there were other butchers but they were like, usually old Saiyans.
2: Oh, <laughs> Gine,
1: oh, this baby. This is informational. This is informational, uh, informative.
3: Um, follow up question: Could Gine become a Super Saiyan because she's so kind-hearted and peaceful?
0: I think if Gine actually had the drive to train, yes. I think I, I think Gine could The thing is, Saiyans—if you don't have a high power level—they kind of give up on you, mm-hmm. and yeah, they would use you as fodder. But like Gine, just Gine was just a peaceful person. They were a lot like what Goku's personality turned into when they were dropped on their head. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like it's just a kind person. Um, if you listen there's a, a popular YouTuber named Masiko Maseko X. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that voices Goku and Gohan and Team mm-hmm. four, and Team Four Star. Mm-hmm. He did a what if Gine went to earth with Goku video. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty interesting. Yes. I have a.
1: Qu- I remember. I remember my my tie to what Derek was saying. Um, you were asking about their drive to like train constantly mm-hmm. and all that. So since uh, we said that Saiyans are sent like as children from a young age to like fight and constantly conquer, and it takes like a couple hours to con- for a, like a full grown Saiyan to conquer a planet, mm-hmm. and this is kind of quote unquote the way they train because once they meet something that could kill them, once they, and as long as they survive it, if they come back to it, it the same thing won't kill them again. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really passive sort of training, but still like, I guess could be construed as training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since there's less of that, like, and that's how the, and you said that that's how the original Dragon Ball series kind of went. And not so many words. Yeah,
0: where it's like Goku go Goku would run into a problem, get beat, heal up from it, and then he would be able to like... Mm-hmm.
1: But eventually, because of, you know, the um, meta of Shonen structure and just like Goku getting stronger in general that like ceases to really be enough right yeah
0: it ceases to be
1: enough so i wonder if goku and vegeta's training is just like an extension of that and vegeta coming into contact with goku and having like we said that tie to another the only other saiyan around in addition to him being royalty and how royalty feels about other it's not like he can just boot goku off because one goku's a full-grown like Saiyan Mm -hmm. and this is like one the only other Saiyan. So as royalty, he can't like kill him like his dad did Broly. The only way is to like actively train in a way that he didn't before and also he keeps getting bodied in front of Goku anyways, so Mm -hmm. that's gotta be embarrassing. Um, all that aside, do you think like these factors are what led to like the gradual thing of, like, the way they train and the way they see fighting now versus how it was seen originally. Um, Not, like, originally, originally, but how it was seen on planet Vegeta.
0: Yes, I I think that is... I think the... Both the interaction of Goku and the Earthlings, Vegeta's then interaction with Goku and thus the Earthlings, I think it has changed what Saiyans, like pride now and how they train that makes them stronger like vegeta on planet vegeta would have just hit a plateau and we saw that plateau when he fought goku for the first time like he was no threat to frieza no threat threat to the ginyu force and it's because he lived life a certain way and never got outside of that own like Mm -hmm. those constraints that were given to him on his culture
1: so I wonder if that ties into Sam's question, where before, the, the Saiyans had a ceiling. It was a ruling class. And if you surpassed that ceiling, half the time they didn't see you anyways because you were out conquering planets and something would eventually kill you. Mm-hmm. So, like, now that Goku's kind of broken through that ceiling and dragged Vegeta with him, is that kind of also the reason why there isn't one anymore? Why they keep having this drive? Because you've taken, like their cultural values you've broken one of the things that like stopped them from just like continuing on and now we're at a point where it's just like where can they stop yeah does that does that does that tie into what you were asking
0: mm-hmm. cool I, th- I think that actually drives into like one of the main things that that happened in the tournament of hours where it's just like how powerful can say? get where it's like, Goku has Ultra Instinct, but the thing is, it's not like, like, Vegeta's unlocking stuff, it's just like, Vegeta fought someone, who was fighting with the strength of a god of destruction, and was still able to beat him. So it's just like, how powerful can the Saiyans get, and can anything stop them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good discussion.
1: Nice. This was really interesting.
0: This was really fun. Thumbs up. Uh, we could do this for other Dragon Ball Z races, uh, I feel like
1: we could continue this discussion. I have questions now.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Um, We can't do this with Naruto. Like, don't even ask. Kishimoto didn't do a good job fleshing out, like...
1: We could do it with our Naruto headcanon universe.
0: we, We would have to plug in a lot of holes.
1: And we'd also have to do a podcast about our Naruto headcanon universe. Don't indulge just uh, like that. I, I would love that. Don't indulge. I, I would this. love you to re- I, Sam, I can't I, hear you. I would love you to rewrite
3: Naruto and then exactly. find the anthropological and analysis on the head canon
1: of Naruto that you had to create because there's so many plot holes in the original Naruto. So we've turned Sam's mic off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this has been fun. Um, follow us on social media at Entertainment Stew on everything. Or enter Twitter. the stew. Twitter, it's enter the stew. Instagram, it's entertainment too. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't use Facebook. Um, yeah. Uh, look Um, us up. Oh, sorry.
3: Oh, I was gonna say comment. I want to hear what everyone's comments are. I love anthropology, and I want to hear what everyone learned about this, or what they didn't learn, or Or what
1: what new burning questions you have about the Saiyan universe. Yeah.
0: Um. So this has been Derek,
1: Sam, and it's me, Asia.
0: I hope you guys have a great day. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.